welcome to a special weekend release episode brought to you in paid partnership with Capital One. This is our bonus podcast where we can see how much extra content we can squeeze into your week. With Capital One, you know exactly what to expect before applying for one of their credit cards. That's because their eligibility... That's because of their eligibility checker. Quick check. (laughs) Eligibility, not eligibility. Eligibility. Is it? Yeah, eligibility. It's not whether it was eligible. Oh, is it? Eligible. I've used it. It's good. Right. That's because their eligible... What is it? Eligibility checker. Their eligibility checker, quick check, gives you 100% certainty whether or not you'll be accepted for a credit card before you apply without affecting your credit score, which is very important, especially mm-hmm. when you're like me and going in the process of trying to buy a new house. You need a good credit score. Mm-hmm. I've actually given it a go myself. It's dead easy to use. It takes less than a minute. I think that's right. We can all agree it's great to know up front about what you can expect. Um, I'm sure we've all got a few stories to tell about a time when this hasn't quite happened. Oh, yeah, have you? Oh, yeah, very much so. Well, obviously, Mike and I moved just before the pandemic started, and we were looking at houses towards the end of the the year before. And there was this one house that we found that looked lovely. Like, the, the photos were great. I might have sent it to you, I'm not sure. I think you did, yeah. Beautiful separate kitchen. It wasn't one of these sort of open plan affairs that now basically seems to be everywhere. What's wrong with open plan? No, there's nothing wrong. And that's where we are now. We've sort of got an open plan sort of kitchen diner thing. But it was a separate kitchen with warming drawers. Oh. Nice. Mm. Beautifully fitted out. Very, very sort of chic. Yeah. Separate bedroom that we can turn into a study because obviously we don't want to ever have guests staying, as we have discussed (laughs) before. Nice bedroom, lots of wardrobes. Bathrooms are a bit small, but fine. There were two. Yeah. So we went round to, to look at it. Um, it was in North London. Not, I mean, a little bit. When I say North London, not like your version of North London, which is South Manchester. We, it was actually <laughs> North London. And we turned up and, you know, the block wasn't very inspiring. It was a 1960s block. Okay, whatever. Fine, because once you're in it, you can't see it. So I always think, don't worry about it. Was it one of those brutalist designs? It wasn't, no, it wasn't brutal. It was pretty brutal, but it wasn't brutalist. Okay. It was brown. And we, we've, the estate agent came to meet us and we went in and the wallpaper was sort of floral, beige. That's dead in now, though. no. These are like old wallpapers going for like £300 a strip. Yeah, but that's nice William Morris stuff. This okay. isn't, this was tired and faded. And it had that smell. And I mean this in the nicest possible way. It had a smell of old people. You know when you go into residential homes and there's just a little bit of a smell of like maybe like custard or something, you know, canteen custard and bedpans. It was that sort of smell. Sweet Jesus. And we were like, oh, my God. And we got taken up this, the in the lift and it was a padded lift. I've never been in a padded lift before, but we were taken into a padded lift. And we went to the the flat door and there were all these sort of like old Spanish pottery up the walls with sort of oh, fake nice. flowers no and we went and the flat was was lovely and it was exactly as the photo showed a little bit smaller but obviously because they use wide angle lenses and I just couldn't get over the fact that as lovely as this flat was and it was a young couple that lived there clearly everybody else that lived in this block were minimum 70 right okay. if not older and we sort of we finished looking around and the agent went, right, shall we, shall we show you the car parking space that comes with it? Right, yep, great. He said, shall we just take the stairs this time because the lift was really slow. And we went to the stairs and there was a Stanner stair lift going round the stairs. And I 
just at that point, I lost it. And I just, I all, everyone I know, you, Ben, Jonathan, absolutely every friend that I have, it sounds like I only have three, um, I just was imagining what you'd all say or how you'd feel when you came round. It's not what other people If we moved there. No. It, it, and then, and then the, the thing that tipped me over the edge, and I had to, I had to it was so rude, really, I had to apologise to the estate agent. We get down the stairs, we're about to go out, and we got stuck behind this lovely old lady with her um, sort of PBC um, rain sort of scarf. Oh. And she was going very slowly to get out. And I thought, I know I'm old before my time, but there is a limit. And so really the ex- expectation of what I saw on the property website versus the reality. Yeah. yeah. I can't move to a care home at this age. So when you were looking at houses when you were moving or flats mm. or even now when you've been looking. Yeah. Or just in general, is London exactly what you think it was going to be? When I first moved to London, I was really nervous, and I say this, it's probably two, the summer of 2018 when I moved to London. It's probably one of the best years of my life. Really? Yeah. Why? Um, just, I'd made the move. Um, we had that heat wave. We got to the semi-finals of the World Cup, oh. and I was, like, out every night. I probably, I've said this before, like, I put a load of weight on because I was out drinking and eating rubbish, and, yeah, it, it, when I first moved down, it was great. But yeah, um, it, it, I, I didn't know what to expect. I just remember being really nervous and being like, "Oh my god, I'm moving to London. This is I'm I'm moving to London, and I've always been homeboy." And were the streets paved with gold, as they say about London? Yeah, they were. Really? Mm. <laughs> no. Your part of the world's more urine. That's but, the sort of the gold shine. All right. Jeez. Cheers. But yeah, I love living down here now. Yeah. Good. Mm. You miss the north, don't you? Oh, yeah. Home, home's home, and I'm trying to buy a flat at the moment, and my mum keeps going, I don't like 40 buying a house in London. I'm like, why? She went, well, it's not your home. I'm like, I've been here nearly four years. Well, I mean, in the suburbs of London. I'm in north London. Oh, God, just give out my address. I'm not in... Do you know, you actually did give out your address the other day on Radio 1 because I had three people text me going, you know, Jordan's just said on Greg's show, basically went, oh, I live in a former asylum. And if you Google former asylum... Just shut up! Shut up! I don't want people knowing where I live. Well, you just said it on Radio 1 Breakfast. No, I did, did I? You did, I said three Greg people text t- me. Yeah, I didn't say whereabouts in London, did no, I? No, but he said I live, Jordan lives in a former asylum. Yeah, shut up! I don't want people knowing where I live. And it's, It used to be a hospital and now it's flats. God, I want to give out my postcard on Rocket Pen. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying, I was saying, I still remember postcard. I was saying, you know, do you ever do that where you're on phone and you're trying to give out the letters and you use the pheno- phone- phonetic alphabet? The phonetic alphabet. Phonetic. So I, I was saying, this was, this was the link I said. I went, yeah, uh, my postcard is Papa Romeo 1, and there's always one that you get mixed, there's always one that you forget, for Lima Q... I give out my postcard. But that was the link. That was yeah. It's just give oh, out. I'm surprised you're still working in the radio industry after oh, that. Oh, I'm still surprised I'm working <laughs> in the radio industry. So yeah, let's tell everybody about West Ealing, where you live. <laughs> it's a very nice part of the world. Is it Ealing? It is Ealing. West London. West London. Yeah. What road is it? Uh, Argyle. Is it actually? No. Oh. <laughs> there you go. 
Um, We asked our listeners for some of their expectations versus reality stories. Here are some of their responses. Dear William Jordan and PB, I saw your call for tales of expectations versus reality and wanted to share my story. When my friend Rachel bought me a birthday present in lockdown 2021, I had expectations of it perhaps being some nice jewellery, perhaps a nice bottle of wine, even some de bonnet. In reality, the present I received was a little different. And it's a cardboard cutout of Jordan North. A life-size one? Well... They're about... I've seen them. Who who would want a cardboard cutout of me? I know. Well, I, I actually could have used it a few weeks ago to throw darts at. <laughs> still not over that. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't think of we that. We still need to replan our dinner. We do. Uh, Jordan now resides in my kitchen, much to my housemate's displeasure. Mm. We now often have heated discussions over where poor Jordan will live, with my flatmate arguing that visitors may find poor Jordan creepy. Why Mm. poor Jordan? So what I expected to be a wholesome, lonely birthday gift has now resulted in the reality that I, a 26-year-old woman, have to defend a cardboard cutout of Jordan North living in my kitchen because, quote-unquote, he's not that bad. And there's a photo of Sarah with you. Ah. That's very nice. It must be either Sarah is very short or the cardboard cutout is real life. I'm just in a suit tuxedo. You are with your Burnley badge. I've always, always wear my Burnley badge when I wear a suit. Always, it's my little thing. Why? It's my little thing. Any more correspondence? And this next one is from Emma. Back in 2005, I went on a girls' trip, no apostrophe, to Las Vegas. We were so excited when we booked a dinner, drinks, and show. Love to go to Vegas. I have done Las Vegas a couple of times. My mum and dad didn't like it, you know. I sort of liked it the first time. Yeah. And I was 16. Mm. Maybe not quite as my sort of tastes as finely honed as they are now. Last time was a couple of years ago. Didn't love it that much. No. It's very hot. Yeah. Anyway, it's middle of the desert, but my mum and dad said they were were all right. It's fine. I'd love to go. Can I just say, during all of this, Jordan is fascinating. Jordan's been practising his autograph. I haven't been practicing. You've written Jordan North, Jordan North. There are six times you've written I Jordan just North. Do, I just go... Don't. You make me look like a narcissist. Narcissist. I just... I don't even know I'm doing it. I just sign oh. stuff. Jordan was here with William Hansen. All the best. Jordan loves William. Oh. I-D-S-T. I-D-S-T? If destroyed, if destroyed still true. Did you never do that? Oh, really? Did you never write that on desks at school? Absolutely not. Did you know that? No. Scratch it in my compass. Back in 2005, I went on a girl's trip to Las Vegas. We were so excited when we booked a dinner, drinks and show night at our hotel. The place sadly no longer exists, but it was the Imperial Palace. To see the legends, all singing, all dancing, tribute act sensation. Come to the night, we got dressed up and went down to the theatre for a complimentary drink to be greeted by Elvis, only to find it was someone who looked more like David Brent. It seems what happens in Vegas stays in Slough. And that's from Emma. I'd love to see... You know, I've got a bit of an obsession with Elvis. Oh, I tried to Really? Get, yeah, I tried to bid for a ring recently, one of Elvis's rings. But right. I don't know if it was real or not, so I pulled out. Oh, did you have to... You, oh, that sounded so wrong. I pulled out of Elvis's ring. Do not disrespect. Right, I've told... You know, I've got loads of books and collections. On Elvis? Yeah. I didn't know this. We've never talked about this, have we? No, because I hate Elvis songs. Oh, my... That I am genuinely find that really disrespectful, right? If if I was going to do... Um, I How said if I was going to do Mastermind, I think it would either be the Royal Family TV show or Elvis. That would right. be my special subject. Have we never talked about... In what year did Elvis die? 
19... He was 42. It was 1977, I think. Oh, that is correct. Was but it? Yes! Was it? Get in! Get in. That was, was correct, for, but was I think... Was he 42? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but it needs to come like that for Mastermind. Well, I had to think about That's it. not very good TV, but, watching someone go, oh, one moment, Clive, it was nine... Oh, <laughs> oh now he was far Because your time's up. I, right, and honestly, I've got this book, a picture book. I've got loads of books on him. I've got this beautiful coffee table book. I'll show you when you come around to my house. And the Thank pictures, you very much. Everyone always... <laughs> Everyone always thinks of him as like this fat guy in the suit, but he wasn't. He was a beautiful, beautiful man. He was right. Uh, he's I never just, done anything for me. Oh, he's fantastic. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. This episode is brought to you by Capital One, and because with Capital One's quick check tool, you can know exactly what's coming. We think this is the perfect time to talk about potential plans for some special road trip episodes that we could record later in the summer. Now that yeah, boy. Don't bring that back again. Yeah, mate. Looking forward to that. So we've done Burnley. Yep. That was lovely. We've done Monaco. That was much nicer. Yep. Where next? I'd love to take you to Blackpool. Blackpool. Yeah. To the scene of the home of Kit Kat Radio. I would love to take you on a day and night out in Blackpool. We can do all the roller coasters and go on the big one. <laughs> it's called the big one. Is it? Yeah. Pepsi Max, the big one. I'm game. Uh, we. I know you are. Oh, game. Um, <laughs> Um, we can go on the big one. Right. Yeah. We. Um, that's just the one joke I've got there. Oh, um, I can take you up the tower. Oh, no, I've been up the tower. I'd love to take you up the tower. Really? Yeah. You only have to ask. <laughs> I can take you to the ballroom where, and then we can get, we can get, we've got really massive Weatherspoons there. It's great as well. Oh, my God. I don't, you can't have a Weatherspoons anywhere in the world. By the way, watch the Weatherspoons documentary on Channel 5 on the other night. It's fantastic. Love a, love a Channel 5 documentary. They've got stuff on there like Aldi versus Lidl and Pound Shop Wars, but they've got um, one about Weatherspoons. It's great. And none of them are actually fil- filmed in any Weatherspoons because they didn't get permission, but they still made a documentary out of it. Yeah, it's like the documentary I did about the Dorchester, and they didn't have to, they, all they did was a shot of the outside. Yeah, that's all they did. <laughs> we filmed it in another hotel. Did you? Yes. A little bit cringe, but it paid well. There you go. So that's fine. There you go. Where do you want to go to next? I want to take you to Blackpool. Where do you want to take me? I quite like to do Gay Paris. Gay Paris? Yes. I've never been to Paris. Haven't you not? No. Have you not? No. It's similar to Blackpool, though, isn't it? Well, I suppose, yes, Paris, Blackpool, there's, there's two one towers. Sort of two towers. Yeah. One of them's, you know, nice. What, Blackpool Tower's nice. Blackpool gets a lot of stick. It's actually it's a lovely part of the world. I've been to Blackpool before. Have you? Yes. I reviewed, there is a hotel there called the Savoy. And some weird, twisted newspaper editor decided it would be funny to send me to review the Savoy in Blackpool. And let me tell you this, it's not the Savoy in London. Is it that? No, at £30 a night including breakfast. Oh, that's a good deal. Where there is a uh, electric fly zapper directly above the buffet. What's wrong with that? I sat there eating this awful tuna pasta bake. Half of it was on the floor, not nothing to do with me. And you, you're looking above at this fly zapper, as these flies are, like, dropping dead oh. in, into the salad. Yeah, it's part of the experience. It's not part of the experience. It was utterly disgusting. You've never had fly salad. It's a Blackpool speciality. <laughs> I went on the pier and I genuinely said, they went, oh, do you want to have a go at hook-a-duck or whatever it was? So I went onto the pier and I had no loose change with me and they were like, oh, do you want to do hook-a-duck? 
I was like, yes, do you take credit card? And they don't, so I couldn't, because I don't have any loose change. You need loose change? Did you got two pee machines? No. I, I didn't have any book. loose change. I get giddy. Have you ever seen Illuminations? You, have I ever seen? The Illuminations, the lights. What, the band? No. No. <laughs> they do it in the end of the season. They have a big, big light show. No, I know. Does my dad ever, never say, well, why's every lighting house on? It's like Blackpool Illuminations in this house. They never say that. No. No. Wait, yeah, you want to take me to Gay Paddy? I want to take you to Gay Paris. What's What does Gay Paris mean? What's Gay Paris. Mean? Why do they call it Gay Paris? They've always just called it Gay Paris. Gay Paris? Gay as in happy, obviously. Okay, I'd love to go. I'd love to see, um, I'd love to go to, don't tell me, um, what's that big museum called? Musée d'Orsay? No, there's, um... Louvre. The Louvre. Right. <laughs> you want to go to the Louvre? Excuse me, do you know how I can get to the Louvre? Uh, gentlemen's or ladies? No, 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 the, the, the Louvre. We could, um, we could go to, I mean, when it's reopened, because you know, they're planning to do that, we could go to Notre Dame. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's very interesting anyway, but obviously, you know, it'd be interesting to see the restoration. Uh, when see if there's, you know, we could go and find, and, you know, supposedly there's this sort of creepy, lurching monster that walks around, but that would just be Ben. Quasi... <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we, we, there's lots to do in Gay Paris. Hey, hello, welcome to Paris. And obviously, we'll have to tie it into a trip to Disneyland because I'm oh no, we're not marginally obsessed. We are not 31 year old men walking around Disneyland with bloody him and a camera. We are not. <laughs> we look like we get thrown out. Bloody Lurkio there behind us. <laughs> us three on our own. Lurkio. <laughs> <laughs> One for the French. Us, us three on our own. We're not. If we're doing Paris, we're not going to bloody Disneyland. I'll be like Max and Paddy. Have you ever seen Phoenix no. Nights? Oh, he goes sake. to he goes to France to do a beer run, and it's the, honestly, my brother sends me a clip all the time. He nearly gets run over. He's got a little berry on us, Max, <laughs> and he nearly gets run over by a van, and he goes, "Oh, la beer, la dickhead." <laughs> That's high comedy where Jordan comes from. La beer, la dickhead. Thank you for listening to this special bonus episode of Help I Sexed My Boss in paid partnership with Capital One. Remember, using Quick Check takes less than 60 seconds and we'll give you 100% yes or no before you apply for a credit card without affecting your credit score. Without affecting your credit score. So you... Without affecting your credit score. <laughs> Don't, we're nearly, we're nearly there. Without affecting your credit score or call. <laughs> so you know exactly what's coming. That's credit done right. To find out more, search for Capital One. It's 34.9% APR representative varial T's and C's apply. And we'll see you next week. No, you got to do that big quick, like on the adverts or the radio. 34.9% APR representative variable T's and C's apply. See you next week. Away. There you go. Well done. I could have done that better. 